the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, uh, watching me on my Facebook Live page, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened-to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA. 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital as well as 1090 AM. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we have Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, then today, Wisdom Wednesdays, tomorrow, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone and Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Wisdom Wednesday, and we're talking about the wisdom of finding common ground. That's what we want to talk about today. And uh, specifically, what should you do when you don't agree? Must we always agree? The scripture says that how can we walk together unless two agree? What happens when you don't have agreement? Uh, Should we try to find common ground? Uh, Is there times when trying to find common ground is still not enough? So what do you do when you don't agree? What do you do when you can't agree? I want to talk to you about that. Maybe you are in a situation right now where you have a disagreement with someone else, and it's not because you don't understand their point of view. It's not because they don't understand your point of view. You just don't agree. And so what do you do when you don't agree? That's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to hear from you on. Maybe we can talk about it together if you find yourself in a disagreement. 888-432-7434 is my number live here in studio. That's 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge. 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we commit today's show over to you. We do come in agreement uh, that uh, you hear our prayers through Jesus Christ. And so by faith, we pray to you and invite you to be right here uh, at the table with us in our conversation that you might be glorified. And in the name of Jesus, we pray together. Everyone said 
amen and amen. A couple other ways of getting a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com, or my favorite website, embracegracism.com, embracegracism.com. We're there. You'll learn what it means to be a gracist because I do believe that God's uh, solution to racism is gracism, extending God's positive favor to other people, regardless of, sometimes even because of, their color, class, or culture. Now, if you want to join me in today's conversation, we're talking about finding common ground. Uh, what happens when you don't? Should you always try to find common ground? And what does that look like? How about you're married, you're trying to find common ground with your spouse? Or you're at work, you're trying to find common ground with somebody uh, on the work team uh, with you. Or uh, maybe you're in politics, maybe you are uh, in an organization that's an NGO, a non-governmental organization or a non-profit, and there's somebody you're not in agreement with. Well, what do you do if you have an organization that is diametrically opposed to the, to the, uh, the standards and the values of an organization that you are with? How do you find common ground? What if it's a different racial group uh, and you don't feel like uh, that group understands you or you don't understand them? How do you find common ground? Well, give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. Maybe you're in a situation where you're trying to find common ground. Or maybe philosophically you don't believe that finding common ground isn't necessarily the highest uh, form of agreement. I'd like to hear from you. My number is 888 432 seven four three four that's eight 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 four three bridge so the apostle paul says in first corinthians one verse ten i appeal to you brothers and sisters in the name of our lord jesus christ that all of you listen agree with one another in what you say and that there be no division among you but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. So it says there that we're supposed to be in agreement uh, with one another in what we say. That's what Paul is saying. Be in agreement with one another in what you say. So does that mean you have to be in agreement with somebody in what you believe or in only what you say? Like, for instance, if you have a meeting and uh, you have several different people speaking into the meeting and then you have sort of a vote or you have to come to a consensus on the direction the company's going to take. Uh, and half the people in the meeting are like, uh, yeah, I don't really agree with it. The other half of them saying, no, we got to do this. And then the leader says, you know what? I've made a decision. We're going to go left instead of go right. But when we leave this office, everybody needs to be in agreement on what we're saying. All right. So even though you disagreed behind closed doors, the leader is saying, when we go out into the public outside this office, we need to be saying the same thing. Is that what Paul means? Does Paul mean, listen, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say. That's what it says, in what you say. And that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. Guess what? You're not always going to agree with decisions that are being made in your own family or in your company or on your work team. But can you still be in agreement with what you say and be united in mind and heart even though you have a different opinion? You may say, I want to be hired for this position, but they hire somebody else. Or you may say, I want to be promoted to this, but they promote someone else. Or the company says, we're going to sell the company, 
but you don't agree the company should be sold. I mean, there's all kinds of decisions that can uh, be made that you don't necessarily agree with, but yet Paul says in order to keep unity, I want you to agree with one another in what you say, that there would be no division among you, but that you'll be perfectly in, y- united in mind and thought. Hmm. Well, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I'm going to run to my commercial break, and as soon as I get back, I'm going to kick the show off in Washington, D.C. with Norma. I also want to talk to you, and I have open lines. Now's the time, my friends, to get in where you fit in. My number, 888-43-BRIDGE. smelly basement let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all get your basement fixed give them a call 844-980-3707 that's 844-980-3707 dr anderson would love for you to join his public figure facebook page just search dr david anderson on facebook and when you see his smiling face click like it's a great way for you to connect with and follow dr anderson plus you can watch real talk with dr anderson's radio program live or search past episodes real talk with dr anderson on facebook join the group today Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. And I want to talk to you. Why don't you give me a call while my lines are open? We're talking about the wisdom of finding common ground. Are you having a hard time finding common ground with someone or someones? And uh, what should you do when you do not agree? How do you handle the power of disagreement uh, without being disagreeable? Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. That's 888 bridge. 
Let's go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Norma, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Norma. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me today. What are you thinking? Well, Dr. Anderson, I have, I am in a dilemma uh, right now. My son and I have uh, never been in a so much of a disagreement with each other. Mm. Always had a good, strong relationship. Mm. Of late, he met a female. Gotta do it. <laughs> that, <laughs> ooh, and uh, I guess he's smitten with her. Mm-hmm. But ever since she's come into the door, she has caused a rift mm-hmm. between me and him. Yep. And he also has a child, and she has caused a rift between him and his child. Mm. I have talked to him. I pleaded with him. I have did everything I possibly could to let to, to bring it to his attention and, and told him he, he got to open his eyes mm-hmm. and he got to see what is going on with mm-hmm. that girl. Mm-hmm. He has resisted me. He has rebelled against me. He has done everything that he possibly could. Mm-hmm. Um, and in his opinion, you know, I just don't like her. Uh, she's a good girl, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, the, the camel that broke the back was recently we had a family gathering. Mm-hmm. With all my family members, his friends, and all her family members. Mm. And during the family gathering, she is in the home referring to someone as a female malicious dog. Mm, And she's calling them all kinds of names. I come to learn she is talking about me. I never even saw her that day. Mm. So she has no no class. She has no class. She she has no nothing. And your your son is right. You don't like her, right? I, I have a total disdain for her and she has no respect she has that's no right. morals she has no character that's right and i keep telling him that and he knows that he's raised better than that i'm raised better than that yeah he's raised better than that so, and i don't have no toleration or patience for that correct how old is your, your son 34 does he live with you he no he lives with her okay he moved her in his home gotcha so at this point, what you're going to have to do, and I'm just going to give you my opinion, you'll do what God tells you to do, but I, I want to weigh into it. You need to just leave him alone. You need to not talk to him about her anymore. Uh, just be as cordial as you can be. He already knows you don't like her. Uh, he already knows that uh, she has disrespected you. And at this point, you have to almost draw a line and say, I will not be disrespected by you or by her. And if you choose to be with her, that's great. I'm going to support you the best way I can and leave it at that. I think that will communicate more to your son than anything else. Because right now he made a choice. And and, and once he sees yeah. that that choice has isolated him from everything good in his life, uh, she's going to blow up at him at some point, And then he's going to wake up and smell the coffee. You've got to be ready to receive him back when that happens. But right now he can't hear you. He can't hardly see you. All he can see is her, and she's got a hold on him. So you're just going to have to, I don't want to say cut him off, but create some distance because you're trying to say, okay, you've made this decision to be with this disrespectful woman, uh, so that's you. Go do you. And when you're ready, you come back. I'll be praying for you. And keep that line right there. 
and then let watch what God does because you'll be praying for him, okay. and it's just a matter of time. If she doesn't have the class, like you said, and if she's got this, you know, uh, this stink attitude, he's going to see it at some point. And when he sees it, it's going to be it's going to be like a, a ton of bricks falling on him. But if you keep fighting against okay. it, if you keep fighting against him, trying to tell him about her, he's just going to spend his energy resisting you, and he's never going to see what's wrong with her. But as soon as you're out of the picture wow. and he's isolated with her, she's going to show her dark side. He's going to see it. And he's going to want to get out, and that's when you're going to be ready for him. Okay. And, I, and that's what I did, Dr. Anderson. I, I told him that we're done. We're, mm-hmm. we're history. We're, we're done. And I, he, he cannot call me. He cannot come to my home. He cannot do anything Yeah, he's until not, she's gone. Yeah, he's not sticking up for his mother. He's... uh. He's losing the relationship with his kids. So you know what? He made that choice, so he's just going to have to live with that choice. And we pray for him okay. that God will show him. And we pray for yeah. her. T- we pray for her, too. Now, that's going to be hard for you, but I'm telling you, pray for her, too, because if God heals her and turns her around, this could be a, you know turn out to be something better than worse. So, But I know that's an area that God's going to have to work on you in as well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm, I'm praying. I, I pray, and I also, you know, I ask God to to strengthen him and wisen him, mm-hmm. and to be with him. That is my son. I don't want. Right. Um, yeah. You know, right. I'm, I'm there, but I, I can't be there. Sure, sure. Are you praying for okay. her too? Okay. Yeah. Are you praying for her too? Dr. Anderson is hard. Hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's. I just. It's just. It's. It's incomprehensible i just don't understand it's mm-hmm. like where do you come from it's it's yeah i've never met no one like that in my life mm-hmm. not even my enemy and i'm like this is this is crazy and i know mm-hmm. things happen for a reason i have no control over them mm-hmm. there's something going on i just don't know but there's something going yeah, on it is. and it's 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 gonna come to light and i'll see Right now, I don't see it. I don't. I don't pray for her. I just wish her away. <laughs> I know that's Sorry. right. Well, at least you're honest with me. That's why we call it real talk. But hey, I'm gonna challenge you a little bit and just say, kind of start. You know, if you can, maybe today, sometime, maybe tonight, maybe before you eat your meal. But uh, I'm just praying that my word will just settle on you. That next time you pray for him, you'll also pray for her. Okay, not that she dies, <laughs> not that she leaves. You know. Uh, but but pray that Lord, would you heal whatever's broken and hurt as well? And that's a prayer that I think you oh, can wow. pray, and that uh, that'll begin to do something inside of you as well. Okay. All right. Thank you, Doctor. You got it. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me on Real Talk. What about you? Do you want to talk to me today? I have a wide open line right now, and uh, your name's on it. Uh, take advantage of it while it's open because you know how that works, right? They all hit up one time and then you're waiting for 30 minutes. So that's why I always say get in where you fit in and you can be in within uh, 30 seconds to a minute if the timing is right. And that's why we always ask God, Lord, who do you want uh, to come through the phone line today? So if that is you and you want to talk to me, it is Wisdom Wednesday. So we're talking about wisdom, aren't we? And so specifically the, the conversation is about the wisdom of finding common ground And what should you do when you don't have agreement? How do you deal with disagreement? I want to help you with that. And we already read one scripture which says uh, in 1 Corinthians 1.10 that we are to agree with one another uh, in what we say. And so 
part of the power of agreement is your will. You can actually will yourself to come into agreement with something. I, I'm not saying about something that's immoral or something that is uh, evil, but I'm saying uh, if somebody says, I want to go eat Chinese, and somebody else says, I want to go eat Italian, you know, it's not that hard to come into agreement. You may not feel like eating Chinese today, and you may really feel like eating Italian, but the other person feels strongly they really want Chinese today. And so part of the power of agreement is being able to say, you know what, while I want uh, Italian, I'm going to come into agreement today with this person. I'm going to go have Chinese. I'm going to see if there's something else on the menu, and maybe next time we get together, we'll have Italian. Now, again, that's because agreement is something you can make a choice about. Now, it doesn't mean it's the best choice for you in that moment, but it may be the best choice at that time as a couple or as uh, co-workers or as, as church members, and you didn't get yours this time. You know, I, I want to sing this song this Sunday, but somebody else wants to sing another song. The power of agreement means, you know what, I can come in agreement with you and put myself and my interest behind yours today uh, for the sake of agreement. Do you see what I'm saying? doesn't mean that what you believe is not important. Uh, your song is a better song. You like this song for the choir, but they want to sing that one. The power of agreement sometimes is saying, you know what, even though I don't agree that this would be the best song, I'm going to come into agreement with you. You see what happened? I made a decision. I'm going to come into agreement with you for the sake of unity, hoping that, you know, my, my time will come, hoping that this power of agreement will bless me and bless you. But I'm going to come into agreement even though I don't necessarily agree. You see how the will could be used there? All right, let me give you my number one more time, and then I'm going to the phone lines. 888 432 7434. All right, let's go to uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, and talk to Aridia. Hi, Aridia. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Aridia, are you there? Going once, going twice. Hello? Oh, there you are. Hi, what's your comment or question, quickly, please? Dr. Anderson, how are you? Um, I'm calling to um, say something about the lady that was talking about her daughter in law. Gotcha. Are you on a speakerphone by chance? Yes, I am. Sorry. There you go. Come off that speaker. Um, there you go. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, my daughter married to a man from Guyana. Mm -hmm. And when she married, I was so confused. I didn't know what to do, but I wanted a relationship with my son-in-law. So mm -hmm. what I did was that I learned everything I can to him. I gave him all my love, all my, my, my support. Mm -hmm. And from the beginning, it was like, a little problem in the family. I pray to God. I say, God, you got to help me with this. Because mm -hmm. I want a relationship with this family. I, I love my, my grandson. They had a grandson at that time. So mm -hmm. I pray. I learned everything I could about them. Mm -hmm. And? So my son-in-law is my best friend, my right hand, and mm. my everything now. Because I work over that. Gotcha. Is this lady better criticized and not telling her about something? She give her love and understanding, then mm. we'll be different. Well, it sounds like the Lord, it sounds like the Lord turned it around for you because you made a decision to try to learn him and love him. Uh, with her situation, it sounds like this woman has been very disrespectful uh, and uh, downright mean. Was your uh, daughter's or your son-in-law, your daughter's husband? Was he mean and disrespectful, having no class at all? No, he wasn't. But 
his sister was. Uh-huh. So I made a point not to let her because my daughter was in, in that family and she married with the family and I was very happy. So I had learned to love all of them, to get along with all of them, just because mm. I want to be with my daughter and my grandchildren. Yeah, well, you, it sounds like you did a lot of work and you made the right decisions. And I thank you for sharing that with me today. Okay, Aridia? Thank you. You have thank you, thank you for taking my call all the time I call, okay? It is my pleasure, sister. It is my pleasure. Well, uh, I'm going to continue to take your phone calls. Let me give you my number. It's 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Today we're talking about the wisdom of finding common ground. What happens when you disagree with other people? What should you do when you don't agree? I can tell you what not to do. You can become disagreeable. You can have a a stink spirit. You can become an accuser where you're accusing people of being stupid or making wrong decisions or uh, accusing their motives and their character. And so you attack their character instead of dealing with the issue. That's what you don't do. When we come back, I'm going to continue to take your call, starting with Mike, who's on the road. My number again is 888-43-BRIDGE. Are credit card bills piling up faster than you can pay? How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debt, medical bills, and department store debt forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. This program has been used by thousands to legally forgive millions in unsecured debt. It's not bankruptcy. It's not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean the portion of your debt that is forgiven from what you owe your creditors. Call for free information and get all your questions answered in the first free call. The more you owe, the more you can save. If you have at least $10,000 or more in credit card bills, this debt forgiveness program can be very effective. Call for free information and find out more now. 800-214-3112. There is no cost or obligation for the information. Don't wait. Call 800 800- 214-3112. That's 800-214-3112. Get your debt problem solved. Call 800-214-3112. Hi, Don Crow here. Not sure you've heard this recent statistic, but in the United States, 108 million people are on diets, making the annual revenues in the weight loss industry over $20 billion. Meanwhile, in developing countries, 7.6 million people die from hunger each year, and over 2 million of those are children. A child dies every 3.9 seconds from hunger, which means 21,000 will die just today. The good news is there is an answer. Through Cross International and our partners in Guatemala and other developing nations, a single gift of only $39 can feed a child for an entire year. Children who desperately need food and the love of Christ. You can help right now by calling 888-257-4255 or by going online to WAVA.com. Please join WAVA and Cross International right now, would you? Call 888-257-4255 or go online to WAVA.com. And thank you so much for helping us put this campaign up and over the top. 
Think about the time and money your business spends to attract the best talent. What if it was your office that attracted employees? Today's workforce wants an office that's as mobile and active as they are. Veridesk Standing Desk Solutions help you create an active workspace where employees are happier, healthier, and more productive. Veridesk products require little to no assembly. Ship for free and come with a 30-day risk-free guarantee. Browse all Veridesk products at veridesk.com radio. That's V-A-R-I-Desk.com slash radio. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hey, listen, if you're trying to get your basement dry because it's got water coming in, make sure you check out Best Buy Waterproofing. You can find them at bestbuywaterproofing.com. You can also give them a call at 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Whenever we have a problem in our basement, or with our drainage or anything like that, we always give Best Buy Waterproofing a call. Give them a call before the water rises. 888-432-7434. If you're just joining us, that's the number where you can call into my radio show. We still have 30 minutes together. I'm on for the first hour of Rush Hour right here in the nation's capital, covering D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia, and Pennsylvania as well. And today, our topic on this Wisdom Wednesday is the wisdom of finding common ground. Uh, What should you do when you don't agree? The power of agreement is important, but what happens when you don't agree? And how can you somehow come into agreement when necessary? 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go on the road in Maryland and talk to Mike, who's on the line. Hey, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you doing today, sir? I'm well, yourself? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. What are you thinking? Well, whenever I'm trying to find common ground, I I always try to look at the other viewpoint and and try my best to learn as much as I I can about it. Mm. To try to see the point of view, where's the... Where's the motivation that people are coming from? Mm. And um, if you'd like an example, I can give you a recent example. Go for it. Well, the the immigrants that are towards the southern border now. I've always, for a long time, been a you know bring out the army kind of a kind of a person. Yeah. But then, uh, as I read up more on the issue, I, I found out that President Carter actually signed an immigration bill that allows anyone anyone who has legitimate fear and a reason to seek asylum is allowed to come to this country. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now they're going to get a trial date, and whether they can, you know, support their claim is a whole other issue. Mm-hmm. But they're allowed by our own law. They're allowed mm-hmm. to come into this country to, to seek asylum. And, uh, you know, and I'm a law and order kind of guy, and if that's what our law is, then, 
you know, then I, you know, so I'm changing my viewpoint a little bit. I'm finding a little bit more common ground. Huh. Now, you know, again, I don't think most of, most of them will be able to support their immigration, their asylum claim, but, you know, that we really shouldn't be, you know, pushing people away at the border and throwing them into prison or something like that. Well, and, um, yeah. Our own law says that. Well, and we're calling them illegals. Uh, a lot of them are doing exactly what the law allows. Are there some illegals? Of course. Are And most of those people uh, are actually not the ones coming cro- across the border, but the ones who come on planes and then they overstay their visas, you know, uh, and they're from other countries that are not, you know, south of the border. But unfortunately, the, if you begin to paint people with a certain brush, you're absolutely right. It can make yeah. you think that, oh, my gosh, these people are invading our country. But the reality is you're absolutely right. Uh, it's not a broken – you're not breaking the law to seek asylum. The fact that Yeah, now people who overstayed, people who didn't show up for their trial, that's a whole other issue of the law. And, right. yeah, and I'm still a law and order guy on that. Yeah. But, but, yeah, people who want to – who feel that they are a threat should be allowed in, in this great nation to – to try to make their case before a court. Well, there you go. Thanks a lot for calling, Mike. I appreciate it, my friend. Thanks. Blessings to you. What I like about that is that we're talking about the power of agreement and finding common ground. What we learned from Mike and his example is being open to have your mind changed. Is it is it okay to say, you know what, let me see it from another point of view, and I'm, I'm persuadable. I think it's good to be open and persuadable not on the things that are uh, of the faith, that are absolute uh, truths from the scriptures. I'm not talking about uh, whether Jesus Christ is Lord, whether he arose again from the dead, and whether he's coming back to get us, and whether the scripture is inerrant. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about on so many other issues where we may feel strongly because of our race, because of our upbringing, because of our background, even because of our experiences. We feel strongly about something, and our feelings are, are, are to be honored. Our feelings are, are, you know, there's nothing wrong with good, strong convictions, but am I willing? Am I willing to see it from a different perspective? Am I willing to be persuaded if I feel like the other person is an honest broker and they are saying something not just because they want to argue with me, but because they actually have a valid a reason for the faith or the background or the thought process that they have. I think that's respectable, and I like to be persuaded. I like to be sold. I mean, when people try to sell me stuff, I'm okay with it. I'm like, give me your best shot. Tell me what you got. I want to know what you have. It could be something that I want. So I'm not the guy to run away from someone trying to sell me something. I'm usually say, you know what, I'll listen for a second. If I sniff something out, I'm gone. If I feel like it can't be useful to me, I'm gone. But guess what? There are often times when I'm like, you know what? Thank you for selling me on that. I'm going to choose your company over that one. Okay? I'm going to I'm gonna choose this product over that one. Uh, and, and I want to be sold. So there you have it. Are you open to be sold? Are you open to be persuaded? And then what things are you not open to be persuaded about? What things are closed door? It's uh, non-negotiable. It's okay to have non-negotiables. You know, but what's cool is when you know what the non-negotiables are, and then that everything else is not a non-negotiable. That is very helpful for the kind of thinker that I know you want to be. Well, listen, I'm coming back in just a few minutes, so why don't you give me a call? My number is 888-432-7434. I have open lines. You better get in now.
I'll be right back. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Didiuhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Didiuhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy waterproofing. Okay. They are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Just a few more minutes with you. Now's the time to give me a call if you want to talk to me about finding common ground. Maybe you're just getting in your car and you want to call me. Feel free to do it. What should you do when you don't agree with someone? How do you deal with disagreement? Also, the wisdom of finding common ground. How do you find common ground when you're trying to get from point A to point B? Colossians 
says, bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has, has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Uh, do you have a problem forgiving? Sometimes you can come into agreement after you forgive. Uh, give me a call. My number is 888-432-7434. My lines are open if you want to jump in. 888-43-BRIDGE. Sometimes I can't come into agreement because I have unforgiveness in my heart. Once I forgive you, now I can come into agreement uh, with you. And so that becomes difficult because if you've hurt me uh, until I forgive you, there's no way I'm going to come into agreement with you. But remember, coming into agreement is a choice. You can come into agreement with someone, but forgiveness can be a blockage to keep you from moving forward. How can two walk together unless they agree? But how can I agree if I feel like you're going to hurt me or I don't trust you? And so I might have to work on trust. We might have to work on trust and forgiveness uh, before we can walk together. So before I agree to walk with you, uh, we first must br uh, build the trust that was broken. Before I agree to live with you again, before I let you back in the house, uh, we're going to have to build some trust. Uh, we're going to have to uh, deal with some areas of forgiveness and reconciliation. We're going to have to sit down with a counselor and make sure you got these issues right. Because if I let you back in and you start hitting and throwing pans and pots again, uh, you see, then it, uh, it's hard for me to walk in agreement with you. And you want me to put my finances with your finances, uh, but I can't trust you because the last time I did that, you used all the money to go buy something that I did not agree uh, that you could buy with my portion of the money. See what I'm saying? So sometimes in order to come into agreement, there's some business that has to happen before you can walk in agreement. All right. So then the question becomes, what does it take in order for us to come into agreement? That's a great conversation to have as a board, as a couple, as a ministry. What things must we get right? What things must we address before we can come into agreement? Because the goal is we want to come into agreement. So what do I need in order to come into agreement with you? See, now you're asking me what I need. Now I'm going to tell you what I need. I need a better report. I need to know that the money is secure. I need to make sure we're not going into much debt. I'm ready to sign on as a board member for the new building campaign. But those are the th three things I need before I, I can sign my name and come into agreement. You see what I'm saying? So agreement is a good thing, but sometimes you have to have a few prerequisites before we can come into agreement. Are you with me? Uh, before I agree to marry you, this is what I need to uh, hear from you. This is what I need to have from you. You, you need to have a job. I need to know what your uh, career vision is. I want to know what you think about uh, children. I, I want to know how you uh, talk to your mother. You see, before I can come into agreement and say I do, there's some things I need to see before I can come in and agree. Are you with me? There's some things I need to see before I can come in and agreement. The power of agreement's good. But there's some things we may need before we can agree. Are you with me? Is it helpful? All right. 888-432-7434. Let's go to La Plata, Maryland, and talk to Michelle, who's on the line. Hi, Michelle. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm blessed, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking today? Um, well, I have a situation. Um. I am a single mom to two boys, and I have a hard time communicating with dad on agreeing on certain issues and just listening to you. 
I want to get better with communicating and agreeing on things for our children. So, any advice? Hmm. Well, what's his situation? Is he uh, married? Does he have another woman? Is he mad at you, but he loves the kids? Tell me a little bit more about the context. Um, we're, we've been divorced a year. He's engaged to the, the woman that he's with for the year. They're having a baby that you have to do soon. Mm-hmm. And we have two boys, six and two. Yeah. And our communication sucks as parents. It really sucks. Yeah. And I just want to, I just want to find out what I'm doing wrong, but I can actually be better at it for my kids. I understand. I appreciate your heart on it. Does he want to communicate with you or does he not want to communicate with you? He doesn't want to communicate. Uh huh. And did he leave you for this other woman? Uh, yes, sir. Uh huh. And did you kick him out or did he leave? Uh, after I gave him divorce papers, he left. <laughs> Under, understood. Okay. And do you have any kind of relationship with this woman at all? No, sir. Okay. And so what is your communication usually like with the father of your kids? Usually it's email, and it's our argumentative email for simple things. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a couple of thoughts on this. First of all, Michelle, God bless you for what you've gone through. All right? And so I, I know there's a whole lot to the story that I don't know, uh, but I do know that you are stuck, quote, unquote, I put that in quotes, with two kids that now you have to raise while the father is with another woman about to raise another family. That much I know. How you got there and what the whole context, that's another conversation. So what do you need from him? Do you need money from him? No, I just want communication for our kids. I just want better open lines of communicating and being able to come together and co-parent and, you know, just talk to each other when it comes to the kids. That's all I want. But but for what purpose? When you say for the kids, is it because they need uh, money for shoes, money for school, or just to see how they're doing? No, just to see how they're doing. You know, things pertaining to school, like parent-teacher conferencing, um, shared weekends, holidays, uh, activities at school, things like that. Yeah, do you think he wants that? Um, he, he definitely makes the statement that he wants to be there and he wants to be involved and he wants know share time and things like that but um for example monday was veterans day and he showed up to school and we were running late and then uh you know he was like oh well i showed up to have lunch with our son but he wasn't there and i was like well if you would have communicated that with me you know we could have easily worked something out where we could have been there on time for you to have lunch with him yeah it sounds like things it's are simple things like that. Yeah, but it sounds like things are a bit raw right now, and that's an acute situation where okay, there was a miscommunication. So what I would do if I were you is I would not expect good communication at this time. I know that's going to sound really weird, but hear me out. Don't expect good communication at this time from him. What you want to do is just communicate information, not emotion. We're going to be there at this time. If you want to meet us, great. Communicate information, not emotion. Emotion will come later, but there's too many variables right now with a new baby coming, a new wife who probably doesn't want him talking to you, all of this. There's a whole lot of emotion around it. And the only tip I can give you of wisdom right now on the radio when I only got 10 seconds left before my commercial is be committed to communicating information and not emotion. Just get the facts across and keep it short. 
and keep it honest. I wish I could go further, Michelle. I hope that's helpful to you. Okay, God bless you. I'm coming right back. Remember, information, not emotion. I'm Dr. Anika Prather with the Living Water School's Advice Moment. I wanted my son to learn to read at three because other kids could. But all he wanted to do was play, so I let him. In his own time, he learned to read, and now, at eight, loves reading. Children are fearfully and wonderfully made by God to learn in their own way and time. To learn about our school, for pre-K through high school, visit the lwschool.org. Even though mortgage rates are rising, they're still near record lows. So as a homeowner, there are things that you should be considering. Hey, everyone, this is Brian. And this is Mike of Fellowship Home Loans. Right now, your home value is probably higher than you realize. A perfect time to consolidate debt, take cash out for home improvements, eliminate PMI, and a host of other possibilities, not the least of which is maximizing your tax deduction. Home values are up, and the housing market is strong. Time to have your house work for you. If you want to find out more about what equity you have in your home and how you can use it, give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online, fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans, mortgage lending guided by Christian principles. Come and get your loan, Fellowship Home Loans. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. Do you have a deep hunger for the Word of God, but you don't know where to begin? We've got great news. You can study all 66 books of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation right here at Dallas Theological Seminary's Washington, D.C. campus. With eight different degree programs, you are sure to find a fit. DTS's flexible hybrid model combines online lectures with on-campus sessions, so a typical class only requires three Saturdays per semester on campus. And these courses are taught by full-fledged DTS faculty as if you were right there in Dallas. So there is no need to uproot your life in order to deepen your biblical knowledge and broaden your ministry skills. And right now, DTS is offering every new student a $1,000 newcomer scholarship to start classes in the spring. They're still taking applications, so don't wait. Even better, sign up for their seminary preview day this Saturday, November 17th. You can sit in on a class, explore campus, and eat lunch with the faculty. Register at dts.edu slash dc. That's dts.edu slash dc. WABA values your input. Take 20 minutes and tell us what you like and what you'd change about WABA. Go to waba.com keyword survey. As a thank you for helping us serve you better, you'll be entered to win one of three $250 cash prizes just for completing the survey. Completing the survey is required to enter the contest. Visit WAVA.com for contest rules. Thank you for helping us serve you better with the WAVA listener survey at WAVA.com keyword survey. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit AndersonSpeaks.com. 
realtalkradio.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And I want to thank you for your support, for your friendship, and most of all for listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Quickly, let me see if I can get to my last few calls. Melissa is in Mount Airy, Maryland. Let's go there. Hi, Melissa. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what are you thinking? Um, so my big thing, and I kind of, it was crazy. I got in the car and I've been just worried about this all day. We have a meeting tonight at our church and we've found out we have two campuses, a large church and a small church. And, um, the pastor who was the head of all left last year Mm. and we've hired a new pastor and the new pastor started maybe a week and a half ago. Okay. And he has announced that he is closing our smaller church and he's got, he's let go all of the pastors at the smaller church. Mm -hmm. Um, we most of us have attended the smaller church for years mm. and have always, you know, gone to the bigger church here and there, but, you know, appreciate the smaller church. And I am feeling so angry and hurt about this. Mm. I don't know how to even approach the forgiveness side of it. Mm. Um, the youth pastors that um, have had have been with my children for, you know, seven years and the activities that are being planned and practices that they've done for these programs that are now just just being canceled for Christmas, things mm. like that. Everything's just being canceled. Yeah. And I am just wondering, how do you move forward from that? It's a man of God. This is the person who's supposed to be my shepherd. Yeah, it's got to be so difficult. We don't know. I mean, I don't know the situation and why he made the decision. I don't know the um, the process, if he made it with his board or what the finances are or why. So, you know, strategically as a pastor, I would need to know that. But emotionally, you're still hurt because it's closed. I have a friend who had to close his school and the parents were just so very upset because their kids were going to that school. They didn't care about the details of the numbers or the teachers. It was just emotionally their kids were not going to be able to go to this private school anymore. So I I think I want to talk to you just on the emotional level, uh, regardless of why they made the decision. It's still a loss. It's still something you must grieve. Mm -hmm. And I think it's okay for you to grieve it. It's okay for you to say, I'm hurt. I'm angry, I feel bad, but then come on the other side and say, but I know God is in control, and if for some reason God has allowed this to happen, Lord, I'm seeking you to find out what's next for us. Do we go back to the large church? Do we find another church? But regardless, the decision's been made, and you're above any decision maker, so this is happening. I grieve it, but I still want to move on toward the destiny you have for me. I think that's where you're going to find your healing, not denying the grieving, but also not denying that, guess what? God allowed it to happen, so we must be moving towards something. I'm going to try to figure out what that something is. Okay. Is that helpful to you a little bit? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let me pray for you now as I close the show. Lord, I lift up Melissa, and I pray for her church. I pray for her spirit, and I pray for all the other parents, Lord. Would you give them wisdom, discernment, And, Lord, would you give them your grace in this space. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.